Today's verse is Romans 4:17. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. This is Jonathan Porter. Thanks for listening to Remnant, my daily verse-by-verse devotional. We are working our way through Paul's letter to the Romans one verse at a time. All right, so there is a lot going on in this uh, in this verse. Um, this is so. This is starting in the middle of a sentence. It's it's relating back to Abraham, the faith of Abraham, uh, and it starts a sort of three three big things that are going on here. One, um, one, it, uh, Paul's linking back to um, Genesis seventeen five with this quote: "I have made you the father of many nations." Uh, two, he's saying that this happened in the presence of the God in whom he, Abraham, believed. And then three, he's listing um, attributes of God, uh, specifically two attributes. One, that, that he gives life to the dead. And two, that he calls into existence the things that do not exist. All right, so there's uh, a lot for us to unpack here. I'm, I'm going to briefly unpack you know, the, the first two, and then we'll spend a little bit more time on number three. Um, so the, the first part, the quote, I have made you the father of many nations. This comes in, in Genesis 17, 5. This is after um, after uh, Abraham had a son with Hagar named Ishmael. Uh, and it says he's, he's 99, and the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless that I may make my covenant between me and you and may multiply you greatly. Then Abram fell on his face. And God said to him, Behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. Um, And this, I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make you into nations, and kings shall come from you. Uh, and and so this is the that that's the context that um, that that Paul is quoting from where Abraham um, it's the, the the promise of God is starting to be rolled out and um, with one son Abram's falling on his face because he realizes how great God is this is something he didn't think could ever happen and now he's saying wait it's it's you know it's about to get even better um, and he says I'll I'll make you you know the, the father of a multitude of nations. So that's the that's the quote that Paul's uh, going with here in verse seventeen. Um, that's the first part. So um, the second part it says in the presence of the God in whom he believed. Uh, the the sort of sources that I'm uh, relying on to help me you know make sense of all of this um, say that this is a very like hotly debated. Um, hotly debated phrase. Um, I just imagine, you know, doctoral students in um, theology, fancy theology schools, trying to make sense of this and parsing the parsing the Greek. I don't want any part of that. So, um, but I'll just say this: the um, it says in the presence of of the God in whom he believed. Um, let's just say that you know Abraham believed in God. Um, the reason he, we know he believed in God is when um, he, you know, first of all, it says it. In fifteen six, and then as soon as um, as soon as God reappears to to Abraham, Abraham falls on his face, and that's what you do when you when you believe in 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 in, in the God who's talking to you, and you know that you're not worthy of 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 looking upon Him. So that's uh, yeah, 
Uh, we'll, let, let's just let's just leave it there. Um, if you want to know the debate, I'm sure you can look it up. Um, but it, it seems, uh, you know, to how is that referring to which which you know is that referring to verse 16? Is it referring to the start of verse 17? That's academic to me. Um, the the last part is what I really want to focus on, though. It says it, it gives two attributes of God, and I, I love when Paul does this. He's just sort of, you know, we, we talked earlier about how, um, you know, he, Paul just got so excited. He starts, he starts, uh, you know, just praising God. Uh, where where is it here? Um, I'm not going to find it. He uses like an exclamation point at some point, and 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 uh, he just gets so. Uh, so excited! It's um, it's it's great. Um, but essentially, what he's doing, he's he's just like inserting in the end of verse seventeen, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. Um, the you know li- life to the dead is um, life to the dead. I mean, we we can think about you know Sarah Sarah's womb was barren and uh, he gave life to it and bore Abraham's sons that that could be one of the references uh you could also think about you know Lazarus and uh Jesus Jesus rose from the dead uh we're not that far from Easter hopefully y'all remember that um life, life to the dead that he is defeated um he is defeated death and then the second part being calls into existence the things that do not exist um i i'm i'm told that literally the greek words mean here um things that are not as though they were things that are not as though they were. That's what the Greek literally translates to. Uh, ESV translates as instead to uh, calls into existence the things that do not exist. That's a little bit more more clear. Um, the the literal translation, things that are not as though they were, um, is a bit too. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. That's a. I'm glad ESV translates it um, this way. I can understand calls into existence the things that do not exist. Um, you know, th- 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 apparently this phrase has, has been, uh, again, interpreted hotly by uh, scholars. It could be narrow, like, you know, there references to nations in, in the first part of verse 17 that goes back to Genesis 17. Um, n- narrow as though, like, n- you know, nations don't exist. Like, you know, he's Abraham ended up being the father of, um, you know, Christians in America and um, literal, literally did not exist back then. So it's, you know, nations to come, nations to come after, after the days of, of Abraham and after the, really after the days of Paul. Um, it, it could be broad, you know, it could be broad in that, you know, as it says in, I'm just going to read for a second, um, Genesis 1, 1, once I flip to it, this is exciting, page is turning. Uh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was all over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Um, God literally made the earth from a void. There was a void. Um, it was without form and void. And God created it. Um, that's literally creating something. Um, it could also be spiritual. I think the the Grant Osborne were the commentators that I've, I've read um, says that this could be like a spiritual um, suggestion uh, calls into existence the things that do not exist um, calling into 
existence, like spiritual beings, people with relationships with God who in actuality or before that relationship were, were walking dead, walking with no purpose. Um, but he creates, he creates us. He gives us a new life. Um, I think it's probably all of the, I mean, Paul's probably writing the, they love to write back then as though, um, they had a bunch of different meanings. So that's probably what he's doing. You know, th- this verse actually, um, the end of this verse makes me think of a book that I, that I like. It's called Zero to One um, by Peter Thiel. Um, really, really smart book. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's not a Christian book. It's a you know secular book, but I, I enjoyed it. In, in thinking about how um, we go from in America, we love innovators. We love people who take uh, invent something from nothing, and that seems to be. He's essentially saying Peter Thiel is trying to say we should value these these people who create something out of out of nothing, um, as opposed to people who just sort of replicate what's already been done. Um, you know, in America, we've got this streak of um, innovators and inventors who who create stuff. Like Bill Gates created an operating system from nothing. He doesn't he didn't like copy another operating system. Uh, Larry Page and Sergey Brin, they did Google different than any other search engine had ever been done. Um, and Zuckerberg created a social network that no one had ever seen before. Um, those are things that will never be done again. You know, it's never going to be recreated. Um, so, you know, in America, we celebrate um, we celebrate these inventors, um, but we don't celebrate the inventor. We don't celebrate uh, nearly as much as we should the, the the person who created all of this um, literally took us from zero a void to one uh, a, a people uh, a people formed in his image so uh, that that's just what that made me think of so that's verse 17 uh, I hope you got something from this uh, if not come back tomorrow maybe you'll get something from verse 18 but I appreciate you listening thank you